Yo, what's good? This is Joshua Kelly, legendary UCLA running back. You're listening to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. Also, your boy Tony is the strongest commish. Let's get it. Welcome to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Cosentino. Thank you for joining us for episode 48. With me today is the co-commish, Matt Graham. Hi, Matt. Hello, it is I, Matthew Graham, Sir Matthew Graham of House Graham. How are you doing today, Tony? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So we finished our draft. First question, how do you feel about it? Uh, I feel good. Um, You know, we'll go through the picks here in a second. There's a couple of people that the draft board got away from me. I picked a guy I liked over a guy I liked more. Um, But overall, I like it. I would like it a lot better if uh, Leonard Fournette was still the starting running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But oh, well, he's with the Bucs. I'll figure it out. So Bruce Arians came out and said that Ronald Jones is his guy. Do you believe him given his track record of lying to us straight to our faces? Nope. It's like this. Let me break it down for you. It's like your boyfriend, right? You know, we've had boyfriends before, you and me, Tony. Oh, of course. Of course. Yes. When you're like, hey, why do you have Tinder on your phone? He's like, you know what? You're my guy. Okay. Don't worry about Tinder. It's not a big deal. It's just there. I forgot to delete it. No big deal. You're my guy. And then he downloads another app. And you're like, wait a second. Now you're opening up another option for you to go find somebody else. You're still my guy. It's it's just classic misdirection. Classic misdirection. Slide of hand. He's telling us one thing, but he's doing the exact opposite. Are you grinder or farmers only? What are you in this? I'm grinder for sure. You're grinder. Okay. Look at this face. Is this face farm? No, this face box. Real quick. I got a hot take coming in hot off the press. Oh, pause. Time out. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it'll be super quick. It's a hot take. I didn't even know it was a hot take. I thought it was a super Antarctica cold take. I thought everybody agreed with me. But through Facebook and through discussions I've had in the last three hours, I realized that it is not the case. Apparently, and this is news to me, Karate Kid is a cherished film in this country and that a lot of people find it a good movie. Uh, it's, it's okay. I wouldn't say it's good. Uh, there's a lot of people that are super stoked about the Cobra Kai and Cobra Kai thing on whatever it is, Netflix, or I'm not sure. It's on Netflix. Do you want to know what I watched three episodes of last night? Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai, yeah. yeah I, I'm not saying anything bad about people that like it. I just don't. And I think it has something to do with that I didn't like Karate Kid. And I didn't like Karate Kid because I have... When I look at Ralph Macchio, I have the same reaction that Rob Riggle had to Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. I just don't like his face. I just don't like mm-hmm. his face. I want to punch it. I wish he would have lost that tournament. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Maybe it's not a hot take, hot take. But Have you seen any of Cobra Kai? Uh, yeah, we watched the trailer and I started to watch the first episode just because I, I heard a lot of people talking about it. I'm only three episodes in, but I get some of the premise. Do you understand the premise of yeah, it? Yeah, it's later on in life. It's the guy that lost the tournament. He's broken down on his luck. And then he becomes the like sensei for a kid who's getting picked on. A little switcheroo on you. Oh, no. Yeah, like the protagonist, antagonist, uh-huh. like they kind of trade. So I think you'd like it. Ralph Macchio is kind of the kind of the douchebag in this. Oh, no way. A kid who was super cool and everyone loved him turned to be a douchebag later on in life. We've never seen that story played out. Woo! Surprise. Shocker. All right. Sorry. We can get into the draft picks. I just, uh, yeah, thought I'd drop that heat on this episode. Much like pineapple pizzas for me, you need to give it a chance. I feel like if you give it a chance, you might like it. Okay. Fast forward four episodes. I'm like, guys, you need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be your hot take. Yeah episode 51. All right, with our draft in the rearview mirror, we felt it was only appropriate to discuss the results here in an episode on the show. So let's run through each roster starting with Brandon's. All right, so let's start with Brandon's team. Two girlies, one cup. Quarterback, 
Drew Brees. This is not a keeper league, but Drew Brees is his quarterback. Old man Drew Brees. All right. Running back one, Christian McCafferty. Running back two, Austin Eclair, as he would say. Wide receiver one, Stephon Diggs. Wide receiver two, Julian Edelman. Tight end Hayden Hurst. Flex spot, he's got James Conner. Other flex spot, he's got David Johnson. His defense is the Chicago Bears, the Bears of Chicago. On his bench, he's got DeAndre Swift, Jamison Crowder, Anthony Miller, Johnny Smith, Reichwell, Armistead, and Randall Cobb. What are your thoughts, Tony? He obviously led with CMC, right? But unlike what I've seen with a lot of mock drafts where the one or two you know, CMC Barkley, they go tight end in the second round. He went running back and he continued to go running back until uh, the wide receiver depth dried up. And that's my only complaint with his roster. I like it outside of that, but his digs and Edelman has his wide receiver one and two. So a little thin there, but I, he makes up for it at running back. So I'm, I'm fine with it. He went zero wide receiver in this draft. We have a couple, we have one guy who went modified zero RB. And then we have a guy who went pretty much true zero RB in Nate Molina fashion. And we'll get to that in a second. I like the running back depth though. I'm a sucker for running backs. I feel like he's going to find some wide receivers later on. If he plays that waiver wire well, and he'll be all right. He'll figure it out. Or he'll get last place and, you know, it is what it is. Jason Baziotis, owner of the inglorious Bast Herds. Quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Running back one, Saquon Barkley. Running back two, Latavius Murray. Wide receiver one, Mike Evans. Wide receiver two, A.J. Brown. Tight end, George Kittle. Flex, D.J. Shark. Flex, Will Fuller. Defense, Baltimore Ravens. And then the bench, Preston Williams, Naheem Hines, Brandon Ayuk, Chris Thompson, Daryl Williams, and Brian Edwards. I used to not like the tight end early look, and then I did it, and I actually like it. I actually like the way it shaped out for me. I kind of like the way it shaped out for him. Um, you know, he's got some youth there with DJ Chark in his flex spot, which is most people's wide receiver one or two. So I don't, I don't think it seems that shabby. Latavius Murray as an RB2 is a little iffy, but you know what? If Alvin Kamara gets hurt, which can happen, or if he decides he wants to hold out, which can happen, Probably won't, but he could have a star there. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, he did exactly what I mentioned before with the one-two spot grabbing a top-tier tight end in the second round. I'm not a huge fan of that look because of what it does to either the wide receiver or running back position. Uh, after Saquon, he has Latavius Murray, Hines, Thompson, Darrell Williams. I'm fine with his team outside of that. All right, next up we have Albert Rivera owner of Otter Job, quarterback Tom Brady, running back one, Alvin Kamara, running back two, David Montgomery, wide receiver one, Chris Godwin, wide receiver two, Odell Beckham Jr., tight end Darren Waller, flex, he's got DK Metcalf and Tyler Boyd, defense, New Orleans Saints, bench, Philip Lindsay, Aaron Rodgers, Rob Gronkowski, Jalen Rager, Carlos Hyde, and OJ Howard, the three tight end team. How do you feel he did? Um, I don't think he was paying attention to the news because he took David Montgomery, I think, at or around ADP. And Montgomery, I think, was carted off the field with a groin injury or something along those lines. He's going to miss one, uh, at least one game, maybe more. Uh, in that range, when he took David Montgomery, he could have snagged uh, Swift, Akers, or some other running back who's going to play week one. He stacked at receiver, though, so I think he'll manage through that injury. Yeah, if he can get through those couple weeks and just piecemeal something with uh, Philip yeah. Lindsay, he should be able to come out on the other end. So we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, next we're going to go ahead and read the 2020 season league winners team. Owned by myself, Matthew Graham. Uh, once upon a time, quarterback Matt Ryan, solid. Running back one, Ezekiel Elliott, solid. Running back two, Leonard Fournette. Ooh, gross. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Wide receiver one, Allen Robinson, solid. Wide receiver two, Robert Woods, solid. Tight end, Travis Kelsey, solid. Flex, Hollywood Brown, solid. Flex, James White. Ooh. Defense, New England Patriots. Eh. And then the bench, Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard. Boston Scott, Nicole Hardman, Dallas Goddard, and Justin Jackson. 
I will not comment on the strength of my team. I will let you do it for me. <laughs> I already sent some bias coming from you. I do like your roster. You have low floor, high ceiling guys in your flex spots with White and Hollywood Brown. However, the rest of your team should provide you with a pretty solid floor. I'm not sure if you got the memo about half of the Patriots defense opting out, but you may want to check that out. It's the system. It's not the players. I am not worried oh, it's the about system. it. They also <laughs> play the Miami Dolphins week one, and we'll see what that team turns out. I don't care how much money they spend in the offseason, and they did do well down the stretch, but they've got some wide receivers opting out as well. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Fair enough. All right. Moving on, we have big old TDs. Trey Schleister, the one who uh, apparently is a better Disney princess than me. You guys voted. He's your princess. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> Quarterback, Kyler Murray. Running back one, Jonathan Taylor. Running back two, Mark Ingram the second. Wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley. Tight end, Mark Andrews. Flex spots, J.K. Dobbins and Matt Breida. Defense, he'll stream a defense. Not a surprise there. Bench, John Brown, Mike Williams, Alexander Madison, Chase Edmonds, Joe Burrow, Curtis Samuel, and Paris Campbell. Trey does what he always does, and he complemented his roster with pass-catching running backs. Brita, Dobbins, Edmonds. He has Ingram, Andrews, and Dobbins. So as long as that offense is firing on all cylinders again this season, he should be fine. Uh, love his receivers. Love Kyler going into year two with Hopkins. Now added to that receiving core. Good draft, and I hate saying that, but it's a pretty good draft, Trey. I'm hoping he streams a defense that just gives up 45 points a week because, yeah, <laughs> otherwise this team's and – and if there's some injuries, like he's got Chase Edmonds and Alexander Madison are behind two running backs that, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook's had his issues – and then we've got Kenyon Drake getting put in a walking boot during during preseason. So it's a precautionary walking boot, okay? The team said I it. I can tell you right now, I've had ankle problems and I'm 32 and I've never once worn a walking boot as a precautionary measure. That's why you have ankle problems. You didn't put on the boot. Okay. Touche. Touche. Anyway, um, yeah, he's like one or two injuries away from having a, just a bunch of stud running backs with with trade value. So all right, good team. All right, we're moving on. Next is Peeping Tomlinson, Julian Navarro, quarterback Lamar Jackson, running back one, Aaron Jones, running back two, Todd Gurley, wide receivers, Devontae Adams and Devontae Parker. Oh, that's nice. That's cute. Tight end, Hunter Henry, flexes, Jarvis Landry and Carrion Johnson, defense, the Philadelphia Eagles, which to be fair, their week one matchup is against Wayne Haskins and the Washington Football Club. Then they play a couple other not so great offensive teams. So he's going to have really good defensive output for a few weeks. And then I think they play the Cowboys in week four. And that's going to be, he might want to figure out a new defense by then. Moving on, bench, Sonny Michelle, Austin Hooper, Cam Newton, Duke Johnson, Jerry Judy, and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he seemed bent on drafting anyone named Devontae in this draft, and he was successful. He took the shot on Lamar early, and he paid for it with a lack of depth in his flex spots. You can see that there. Also worth noting, he is a Chargers fan and ended up with Hunter Henry. So we see you, Julian. I don't hate the Hunter Henry pick. I actually rather like Hunter Henry. We'll see what he can do. I like that he's got a couple guys on his bench that have some high upside, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Although I might start Austin Hooper over Hunter Henry, but... You know, we'll see how that plays out for him. Yep. Moving on, we have Tinker Stinkers. Wayne Henry, 2019 champ, our champion. He has the trophy. Let's see how he did. He went quarterback, Dak Prescott. Running back one, Dalvin Cook. Running back two, Joe Mixon. Wide receivers are Kenny Galladay and Keenan Allen. Tight end, Noah Fant. Flex spot, Devin Singletary and Marlon Mack. Pittsburgh Steelers is the defense. Shocker. Darius Slayton is the wide receiver. Debo Samuel on the bench, Ben Roethlisberger on the bench, Shocker, A.J. Dillon on the bench, Alan Lazard, and Larry Fitzgerald on the bench. What are your thoughts about our 
returning champions team. So last season, Yahoo graded his draft as the worst, and he won the league. Do you remember that? I do. I do. Okay. This year, Yahoo graded his draft as the highest, so he's bound to finish bottom half of the league. That's pretty much guaranteed, right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So that's how it works. So I like his running backs with Cook and Mixon, but I know Cook is still holding out. Uh, He's there. He's just not playing. So hopefully those guys get the same level of conditioning as the other players are getting. Uh, If they come in and it's business as usual, Wayne has a good shot at repeating as much as that pains me to say it. And if that happens, I might disband the league. I don't know. Last year, he won zero RB, right? We all made fun of him for it. We talked a lot of shit. We did. And he won. He won. This year, he did not go zero RB. He did the exact opposite of that. I believe he drafted them in back-to-back picks, correct? Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon? Yes. His wide receivers are the only weakness of his team. And then his flex spots are, I mean, Kenny Galladay, good. Keenan Allen, really good route runner. We'll see what happens with the quarterback carousel that might happen in San Diego. Um, And then he's got two running back timeshare guys as his flex spots. We'll see what happens there and then got some guys on his bench that could have some high upside so we'll see but you know repeating is definitely not out of the realm of possibility all right next team um i don't think the next team yeah Dak that pat map not important moving on um uh, just kidding <laughs> that is uh joshua callis does not listen to this so Brittany, shout out to josh's fiance who i think listens to more of these than he does thank you Brittany. thank you Brittany. your to be husband your fiance's name is Dak that pass up it's was clever three years ago i mean it's just Anyway, the same thing could be said for once upon a time, so I'm not going to talk too much shit. All right, moving on. Uh, Quarterback, Russell Wilson. Running backs, Nick Chubb and Kenyon Boot on my foot. Drake. Wide receiver one, Amari Cooper. Shocker. Wide receiver two, Cortland Sutton. Tight end, Tyler Higby. Flex spots, we've got T.Y. Hilton and Adrian Peterson. Uh, we are recording this on September 4th, which is one day after Adrian Peterson was released from the Washington football, cl- R words, the Washington football, R words. And uh, <laughs> that, that hurts. That hurts more than Leonard Fournette, I think. Buffalo Bills, the defense, wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, shocker. Keyshawn Vaughn, running back, Damian Harris, running back, Ugh. Sammy Watkins, wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver, and James Washington, wide receiver, those last several on the bench. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, released. Keyshawn Vaughn, Tampa Bay signed Leonard Fournette, so he's further down the totem pole. Damian Harris injured. Josh, if you need a trade for a running back, I got a couple that are on the market. Hit me up. You know, Brittany, tell Josh I have running backs for him. I'm going to be honest. I was so down in the dumps about my Leonard Fournette because I have him in two leagues. I just read Josh's team, and I am immediately – feel way better about myself. So that's good. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. All right. Josh is our resident Cowboys fan. He drafted the entire Dallas receiving core. He tried. He pulled the trigger on Russell Wilson early and it cost him a little bit of depth. That's really the only issue I see with his roster outside of all those guys being cut and bumped down the totem pole or injured. So he needs some help in the flex department. Brittany, uh, Josh might have just donated $40 to some other person in this league. <laughs> he did. To write it off to charity. Next time you want to buy something that's $40 and you guys are having a discussion about it, no discussion, just buy it and then show him I'll text you or a Facebook message you his draft, and then you just show him that as justification for whatever $40 purchase you want to make. Give the oh, people what they want. All right, moving on. I love you, Josh. Please don't kick me out of your wedding and not make me your best man anymore. You're the best. All right, moving on. Ayukin. That's a solid brand and Ayuk pun from Smoothie, the smooth one. Eric Pollock. Uh, his balls are as smooth as eggs. All right, let's go down the list here. Quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Running back, Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson. Uh, wide receiver, Michael Gallup and A.J. Green. Tight end, Mike Gesicki. Le'Veon Bell in the flex, along with Raheem Mostert in the flex. Kansas City Chiefs defense. And then on the bench, he's got Brandon Cooks, Jared Goff, Tony Pollard, Chris 
Herndon, the fourth, Justin Jefferson, and Nikhil Harry. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, he made everyone in the league gasp by drafting Patrick Mahomes in the first round. I did. Uh, he totally redeemed himself with some decent mid-round picks. I don't like having Gallup as a wide receiver one, but if A.J. Green returns to his normal self, his roster is not going to be a lot of fun to play against. Agreed. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a real world where A.J. Green and Joe Burrow light it the F up. We'll see what happens. Next, we have the Vinegar Strokes, handled by my man, Nathan Molinay. You know him. You love him. He went zero RB, true zero RB. So let's see how that worked out for him. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it paid off for him. All right. Quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Running back one, Cam Akers. Running back two, Jordan Howard. But zero RB. Let's see how we do with wide receivers. Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. This is wide receiver one and two. Okay, those those are pretty good receivers. Pretty solid. Tight end, Evan Ingram. Flex spots, Juju Smith-Schuster and Cooper Cup. Defense, the Indianapolis Colts. And then on his bench, he's got Tevin Coleman, Zach Moss, Emmanuel Sanders, Joshua Kelly, Giovanni Bernard, and Dare Agumbawale. Dare got cut. So he's going to have to revisit that Dare player, possibly pick up another running back. That Leonard Fournette domino effect was brutal on some of these other teams. It was, it was. <laughs> Nate was Mr. Zero RB for this draft. He likes to zig when everyone else is zagging, so make note of that. No one can touch his receivers. Just his flexes are better than some people's wide receiver one and two, so he did really well there. Yep. He, he's an active trade guy. He's going to kick the bushes on some of these guys who draft running backs, didn't have a whole lot of wide receiver help, possibly look to flip a yeah. couple of these guys and strengthen up his roster that way. We'll see what he does, but, you know, not, not a terrible draft. All right, guys, there is always money in the banana stand. Our commish, Anthony Cosentino's the banana stand. Let's look at his draft. He's got the best damn quarterback in the league, so we can start there. Quarterback, mm. Carson Wentz. Running back one, Clyde Edwards Eclair. Running back, Miles Sanders. Ooh, are you an Eagles fan? Check you out. Maybe. Wide receiver one, DJ Moore. Wide receiver two, Tyler Lockett. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson. And then as his flex position, he has Scary Terry McLaurin and Kareem Hunt. He's got the Los Angeles Rams defense. That's, I don't know about that one. Let's go to your bench, though. We got Deontay Johnson, Tariq Cohen, Antonio Gibson, Golden Tate, Henry Ruggs third, and Blake Jarwin. All right, so I'm sure you feel good about your team. Let me break it down for you. Break it down for me. Before you break it down, I will just let everybody know I dropped the Rams for the Chargers. Chargers play Cincinnati week one, FYI. Smart. It was a mistake on my part. I thought it was, it just said Los Angeles. I didn't scroll down to see if it was Rams or Chargers. So my bad. Classic Yahoo. I, and it didn't help that you're a Rams fan. So when we saw you pick the Los Angeles Rams, I'm like, yeah, I'm picking on Rams. Maybe he, Homer, maybe he reads some beat writers that have been just talking up the defense all offseason. That was my only real gripe with your team was the Los Angeles Rams defense. And you already got rid of them. The rest of the team is solid. Uh, wide receiver, not thin. That's not the word, but not high floor, I guess. I don't know that you have high floor guys. You have really high ceiling guys in your wide receivers, oh, yeah. which should should pay off for you. There's a chance, though, that you're going to get a, some zeros out of Lockett, Scary Terry, and, and, the, and the likes. Um, Kareem Hunt is going to be a solid flex player, and then we've talked numerous times throughout the rest of this podcast that, you know, Nick Chubb goes down or something happens, Kareem Hunt's going to – you're going to have an RB1 right there in your flex, so. Nope, solid draft. I'd like to discuss how good my depth is for a moment. Sure. If you will. Your depth did get better with uh, Tariq Cohen and Antonio Gibson being behind running backs who got hurt so uh, or released. Yeah. Antonio Gibson was third on the depth chart for the Redskins. Darius Geis, gone. Adrian Peterson, gone. So he's got a real shot to do something there. So good for you, man. Good for you. He's got a little... Uh... 
in him maybe i don't know what's going on there <laughs> if you're listening you can't hear i had a really shocked face i'll take care of that on the back okay. end it's like i went past catching running backs uh, early who should be three down backs on their teams in round one and two after that i capitalized on some receivers who i feel comfortable with as my wide receiver one two and three dj moore tyler lockett terry mclaurin and then my other flex spot you mentioned i have cream hunt We've got deontay johnson cohen gibson tate rugs so i like my chances of you know two or three of these guys becoming every week starters so what i see is having issues with figuring out who the hell i'm going to start Hey, you drafted a really great best ball team. Good job. Good job, you. All right, moving on over to Victoria's Secret. Allen Greenhill, quarterback Josh Allen, running back one, Derrick Henry, running back two, Melvin Gordon. Shocker. Wide receivers, Tyree Kill and Adam Thielen, tight end Zach Ertz. Flex spots, we've got Ronald Jones. He's, hey, don't worry, Greenhill. He is still Arian's guy. It is his job to lose. Those were his words. Nothing to worry nothing about. Nothing to worry about. Chris Johnson just went off for the Cardinals that one year, and David Johnson did absolutely nothing. So you got nothing to worry about. Moving on, we've got Marvin Jones in the other flex spot. We have the San Francisco 49ers on defense. And then the bench, we've got Matthew Stafford, Jared Cook, Darrell Henderson, Robbie Anderson, Drew Locke, and the Denver Broncos defense. The two defense team. Both good defenses. So, you know, not bad. He was our semi-auto drafter for 2020. He made an appearance there at the end to draft, I think, the Broncos and Drew Locke. Allen's team has a few guys uh, he needs to have things go right for. Josh Allen, can he be more accurate and stay healthy? Melvin Gordon, how does he fit in the Denver offense? And can he stay healthy? Is Adam Thielen durable? And can he play without Stephon Diggs on the team? And then we already know what happened with Ronald Jones. So quite a few question marks, definitely too many for my liking. Yeah, I drafted Leonard Fournette in the fourth round, so. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, so thoughts uh, on the draft overall? Thought it was fun. Thought it was good. Um, definitely felt more connected to the guys, given, you know, the, the genesis of this podcast. What are we at? Episode 48 now? We're two away from 50? Yeah. Episode 50, guys, we're showing our nips. It's an audio-only podcast, so it doesn't do much for you, but we're going there. We're going topless, though. We're going topless. If you want the video, just send us an email, post a message. We'll get that to you. Episode 100, bottomless. Woo! Pan the camera down from the waist down. That's all you'll see. You won't see the top half, just the bottom half. I'd be willing to do tidy whities as discussed in episode 47. Oh, yeah. Uh, tidy whities I'm a boxer brief man myself. I'll, you know what? We'll leave that on the table, and we'll discuss it at a later date. I thought it was a good draft. This was actually my first redraft of the season, so I wasn't sure how things were going to go. So I feel good about my roster. I feel good about the league going into 2020. I think everything's healthy. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a new winner for 2020. Sorry, Wayne. The state of the union is strong for our fantasy football Yes, team. sir. All right, before we move on, let's take a quick break. All right, welcome back. We're about to get into the regular season mode with the podcast, and that means a few things. First, these episodes will be geared more towards NFL scores, league matchup scores, and then league highlights throughout each week. So what that means is we'll highlight, you know, free agent acquisitions, or we'll talk about trades. Matt, do you know what we've named the best and the worst trades of the week? Yes. The worst trade of the week will be called the Bill O'Brien trade of the week. The best trade of the week or the best free agent move will be called the Bill Belichick move of the week. Thank you. Yeah. We'll also sprinkle in a lot of additional spicy, caliente content where you get less Tony and a whole lot more Matt with one T. Who's with? I know Nate is. How about the rest of you? Probably not Josh, but that's okay. He's not really listening to this podcast anyway, so who cares? So Matt, I got a question. Yeah. What types of things will you be talking about? I, I got the league matchups covered. What are you going to be talking about when you get your episodes in? So we're going to be talking about, I'm, I'm going to be making fun of a lot of people. You know, the guy who starts Ronald Jones, who's, you know, not even going to be playing. The guy who starts all of the Dallas wide receivers on a bye week. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what kind of mistakes you guys are going to make. But when you make them, I'm going to make sure I point them out so that everybody else. 
So. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna also bring in some more hot takes. International House of Hot Takes is gonna get spicier than ever. So get some toilet paper ready. Yeah, there's no notes that I'm aware of, so no script, and there's not gonna be much editing. So nope. it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, unfiltered, uncensored. We might still censor Hillary when we bring that up, but. Other than that, we're not going to censor anything. Uh, another quick hot take before we exit. This is for Nate. Uh, Charmin should change its name to Dingleberry Toilet Paper. After hearing Nate talk it up so much over the last few episodes, I bought myself some. I was like, you know what? Let me revisit this. Mistake, mistake, mistake. I get that it's twice as thick as regular toilet paper, but half the toilet paper stays behind in the battle, doesn't make it out, useless for me. I have to shower more now after using Charmin than I did after using cheap John Wayne toilet paper. You know what John Wayne toilet paper is? It's rough. It's tough, and it doesn't take any shit off of anybody. <laughs> That's good. So you're not uh, like a baby wiper after you... I do, which is good after a single-ply wipe when clobs of toilet paper aren't left behind. When they are, <laughs> doesn't do much good, man. Doesn't do much good. All right, some constructive feedback there, Sorry, Nate. Nate. Take it for what it is. More Charmin for you. If you have not done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Take it a step further and grab your parents' phones and subscribe. They'll never know. Tony went down to Best Buy, went to all of their phones on display, and set all of their phones to download our podcast. We're real big in the Central California Best Buy market. We are the number one podcast in the Best Buy Central Coast California market right now. So do that for us. It may or may not be where 80% of our downloads have come from. I can neither confirm nor deny. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yep, that was almost as enjoyable as the draft. Talk to you later, Matt. Adios. Goodbye. You want to talk about disasters of dumps. Jameson has a new product out called Jameson Cold Brew, and it's a 30% whiskey mixed with cold brew espresso. Could you imagine? I haven't tried it yet. I'm going too soon. But could you imagine the morning after you put a half a bottle of that away shit? Oh my goodness. If you survive. I, th I thought we'd been through this already with Four loco. There is a warning on the back of the label. You may shit the bed. It may happen. We are not responsible for any loss of funds due to sheet cleaning and or mattress replacements. Sincerely, Jameson Brothers and Company. You're either going to shit the bed or experience heart failure. One of those two things is going to happen. Oh, maybe. But you're going to have a good time. <laughs> it sounds so good. Honestly, I'm going to get it here soon.